Hi, I'm Sophie Luxton, and this is Holding the Fire of Motherhood. Hi, everybody. Here we go. Here we go again. So, as I said, this week, I'm going to share this resentment tool. And as I look back, these are the three main things that I did and uh, kind of this new way of looking at um, resentment and taking control of it. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. And, you know, resentment just has this energy to it that is such a drag. It puts us right into victim. It puts us right into helplessness and hopelessness. And I know that I had my rumble with that. Wowzas is a heavy one. It's a big one. And you know what? I know that this resentment tool that I'm going to share with you today, it's not the end of the thing. It's just a starting place. And um, it's going to build from here. So here's what I'm going to do. I have three steps that I'm going to walk you through. And each step has a tool because I really believe in action. Ideas are wonderful. I like, I like ideas. I love ideas. Ideas alone do not change anything at all. Only when we start to actually change our behavior do things start to change. And of course, you know that. So uh, we're on the same page. So each step has an actual tool to it. This is what I wanted to say before we get into it. For me, the hardest part of moving past resentment was letting go of he is not being punished. I will never get my retribution. I will never be fully understood. He will never know the extent of my pain and my rage and my sadness. If I let this go, he gets off. If I let this go, it'll just be another thing that I suffer through alone. Um, So, so much wrapped up in the letting go. So what I will say to you is if you don't want to let go, I get it. I get it. I didn't want to either. And the steps that I'm going to share with you are going to help you are going to help you with that. And I understand how hard it is to let go. And all I can say is when we take epic responsibility for our lives, for our thoughts, for our behaviors, then we get that epic life. And it fucking requires work. It requires sweat and tears. It requires going to the dark places. It requires letting go in all the ways that just feel shitty. And on the other side of all of that work is more connection more light, more joy, 
more of the desires that we have for ourselves and how we feel and our connections and our family and our place in the world just gets bigger and brighter and more amazing. So I want to tell you that I understand the resistance to the work. I totally feel you, how hard it is to let go of some of this stuff. And it's worth it. That's all I'll say. It's worth it. Okay. Uh, Step number one, we cannot wait to be acknowledged. We cannot wait to be acknowledged. So much of our resentment is about what we do that never gets thanked, never gets acknowledged. It's the stuff that happens that nobody notices. This is a deep pain point for most mums. This idea of labor, not only does it not get paid, it does not get recognized, it does not get acknowledged, it does not get thanked. You know, we can do a lot with a thank you. We really can. But when we don't get thanked, and we don't get paid, and we don't get noticed, we don't get acknowledged, then we get a little bit grumpy, right? We cannot wait for our partner or our children to acknowledge our work. We have two options. We will acknowledge our work ourselves, and we will be acknowledged by someone else. If at any point in time we get acknowledged by our partner or we get acknowledged by our children, icing on the cake, but we're not going to wait because you know what happens when we wait? We give up our power to our joy and to our nourishment and we place it in the hands of something that may never freaking happen. We solidify and cement resentment inside of us if we wait. So we're not going to wait because we are women with big dreams, right? So this is what you're going to do. You are going to acknowledge all the stuff that you do, all the work that you do that you don't get acknowledged or thanked for, all the work that you do that isn't even noticed. There's two ways that you can do it. You can create a ritual for yourself that every day you acknowledge what you've done. So at the end of every day, you could say this. Um, I acknowledge that I booked the dentist appointments for the kids. I acknowledge that I spent time with my daughter today after school. Uh, I was just checking in with her emotionally because I could sense that something was going on. I acknowledge that I got up early this morning to make pancakes for everyone because people have been feeling tired and I wanted them to have a great morning. I acknowledge how much um, how much effort I put into making the holidays really special. Okay? You go on and on and on and on. And then at the end of that, it just feels good to say, acknowledge. I want to acknowledge this. I want to acknowledge this. I want to acknowledge this. And then you just pump yourself up. Ah, yes, Sophie, I see your work. I hear you. I recognize all the incredible work you do. You fucking rock. It sounds funny that it would mean anything coming from yourself, but it does. Okay. It really does. Okay. Here's the next thing you get an acknowledgement partner. So you find a friend, you say, look, are you fucking resentful 
and um, pissed off. Yeah, me too. Okay, so let's let's do a call, a quick call every day. It's gonna be 10 minutes long. You go four minutes, I go four minutes, and then we have two minutes just to say hi and bye. This is what happens in the four minutes. You just go as long, you just go through all the ones you can. So say it is my turn. I would say, I want to acknowledge how much care I take in making sure that we have healthy food in the house. And then my partner will say, I hear you, I see you, I recognize the work that you do, you fucking rock. Or whatever kind of wording works for you guys. Then you go do the next one and on and on. And then at the end of four minutes, timer goes off and you switch. And you acknowledge her. It's so fun. It's going to feel really great. It's going to melt away some resentment. And that's going to feel so good to have it acknowledged, right? Um, it's really powerful to do it on your own. And um, I would also say that you cannot just do it once and then you're done. This is what happens. You know, we, we think, um, oh, well, you know, I've done it three times, but I still feel resentful. So let's just bring some math in. So say you've been resentful for 10 years, okay? Uh, there's, what, 365 days in a year. So we have 3,650 days of, of resentment. <laughs> wow, that sounds great. Um, nope, it's, it's not gone in four minutes. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So um, I think the perfect way to do it is you find your acknowledgement partner and you commit to doing it every day, Monday to Friday for one week. 10 minutes every morning, just book a time. Be like, I'm going to call you at 930 done. And then on Friday, just see how you feel. See what's shifted. Something will have shifted. Okay, so that's step one. So here we go. Step number two. So when we want to have a change in our behavior, and I'm no expert on psychology, This is what I have heard from other people, learned from other people, and also experienced in my own life. So that is where I'm coming from. To be able to look at the pain, the cost of what's going on right now, our current behavior is incredibly powerful. Looking at the possibility, what is possible if we change our behavior, as in, excuse me, what is possible on the other side are both really powerful motivational tools. When we get deeply intimate with the pain and then the potential pleasure, those really can help us shift. And unless we actually have enough motivation to change our behavior we just don't do it it would be really easy just to sit inside of resentment for years and years and years it's uncomfortable it's not great we don't love it it's kind of annoying but you know happens with everyone this is what it's like for every mother nope not true let's not let that be a truth it is not true So here's what I want you to do. 
We need to understand the cost of holding on to resentment. And we need to understand the possibility of what is possible if we let go of resentment. So this is a writing exercise. And I would say that you want to set 20 minutes aside to do this. So let's go with the cost first. We're going to break the cost down into three categories. What is the cost for you personally? What is the cost for your relationship? And what is the cost for your family, the home, the kids, the child? So here's some examples. The cost for me personally holding on to resentment is that I'm always in a bad mood. I'm constantly angry. I'm super irritated and it shuts down my joy completely. The cost of holding on to resentment with my partner is that we don't have fun anymore because I'm constantly angry at him. It's like this wall between us and um, it sucks. The cost of holding on to resentment to my kids, my family home, is that our family home is kind of filled with this negative energy and I know it has an effect and I hate that and that just really sucks. Okay, so that's what you're going to do and you can just pause this podcast and do that and then come back. So three questions looking at what is the cost of holding on to a resentment to me, to my relationship, to my family. Here's the next part. What is possible if I let go of resentment? What would be possible for me, for my relationship, for my family? So my examples would be if I let go of resentment, I can feel my shoulders drop. I can feel my breath again. I can feel the stress of always carrying that negative energy leaving my body. And it feels so much better. What is possible if I let go of resentment for my partnership, my husband and I, is that I could start enjoying him. I could start seeing all the ways that we actually can have a lot of fun together. I can let him in again. I can get closer to the relationship that I really want with him. What is possible if I let go of resentment for my family was that we would just feel so much better as a family. And my kids would see my husband and I loving each other and supporting each other and being good with each other. And it would be such a healthy example for them on what marriage can be like. And that would be freaking awesome. Okay. So did we get that? Step two, what's the cost and what's the possibility? Okay, and here's step three, for now. There's gonna be more in the future. So this is the step three for now. This is when we really have have to change our perspective. We have to put on the the eyes of the creatrix which is the feminine, which I'm using as a feminine equivalent of creator. We have to become creatrixes. We have to get in the driver's seat and look at what we do during the day and 
just get out of this space where we are doing things by default. We are throwing up our hands and saying, well, I I have, you know, this is just the way that it is. And let me tell you, let me tell you how I struggled with that. (laughs) Again, it's the letting go of, for me, it was the letting go of ego. It was the letting go of how I actually wanted to be super pissed off. I wanted to be resentful. It sounds weird to say, but it's true. Um, Because it was a way for everyone to see my pain, just being bitchy and grumpy. Um, And on the other side is the life we want. On the other side of that, I am in the life that I desire. So take heart, my goddesses. Take heart. So we're going to put on our our um, big girl panties. We're going to put on our crown. We're going to become creatrixes of our lives and we're going to get in the driver's seat. And I want you to write down the top five things that you're resentful about. And I want you to be specific. So not, uh, so for example, instead of saying something like, I'm so resentful about all the emotional labor that I do with the kids, which is 100% true and for this tool, we need you to get specific, which would mean I'm really resentful that I'm always the one at the end of the day who spends 10 minutes with them um, before they go to bed talking about their day. Beautiful. So I want you to do that five times. The five things that come up on a regular basis that just piss you off and that you feel really resentful about. Then you're going to do one of three things to each of those items, each of those five items. A, you're going to stop doing it. B, you're going to ask for help. C, you're going to accept that you either enjoy doing it or it's something that's on your plate right now and you need to find a way to enjoy it. Okay, so... We're, we're going to stop doing it, we're going to ask for help, or we're going to accept that A, we enjoy it, <laughs> or it's just something on our plate right now. So let's start at stop doing it. So if you're like me, there's this little voice in your head that says, we can't stop doing it. Everything I do is so important. Everything I do is necessary. It's it's. It's impossible for me not to be overwhelmed and depleted and exhausted because everything I do is super important and must be done only this way. Does that also sound like your voice? <laughs> do we have the same voice in our heads? Um, and that's okay. You'll, you'll get over that. You'll get over that. That's totally fine. Don't even worry about that. Um, and you just you might find something on your list that you can say, oh, I'm just going to stop doing this right now doesn't bring me joy. I don't really think it makes much of a difference in anyone else's life's life or I, that's okay with me. I'm just going to stop doing this. Boom. You stop doing that. Um, option one. Option two is ask for help. Now, here's how you can ask for help. You can ask for help for the whole task or you can ask for help on part of the task. So what do I mean by that? Um, okay, so say you really like bed, the bedtime routine. 
Um, no, say you're doing the bedtime routine right now, which means getting the kids upstairs, brushing their teeth, reading the story and tucking them in. And you might like doing everything except for the brushing of the teeth because you freaking hate it because it takes so much work to get your kids to do it. It's just so unpleasurable. So you might say to your partner, um, would you mind taking over the teeth brushing at night? I'm, I'm fine with doing the rest of the routine. I actually like it. The brushing of the teeth drives me crazy. If you could do that every night, that would be awesome. And you'll find your own words for asking. And um, the asking, it's a whole other thing that uh, I will get into later on. And if you want to know more about that, just send me a message so I know that it's, it's of interest to you. So here's just um, two very quick things I'll say about asking. One, ask. Sometimes we're so resentful and we're so freaking pissed off that we don't even realize that we haven't asked for help. So ask. Two, don't worry about getting a no. Don't worry about getting pushback. Don't worry about um, getting a fine. Don't worry about asking your partner something that is not pleasing for them or does not make them happy. Don't worry about that. It'll all work itself out. Don't worry. Keep on asking. Keep on going. Find a different way to ask. Find something new to ask. Just keep on going. Okay. So I will do the bedtime routine. I hate the brushing of the teeth. Please do that. Or maybe um, it's pick up and drop off. You know what? Could you do drop offs for me? It's just a bad time for me in the morning because I have this call from work or I just like to go for my run. Um, could you do drop offs for me? Or could you do drop off for me on Monday and Friday? Because those are the two days that I like to do my workout in the park or whatever. And here's another suggestion. I can't resist talking about asking because it's so, I'm obsessed with the art of asking. And um, <laughs> what I would say is, um, leave space leave space, leave silence. So say this, okay. Um, Bob, Bob, would you mind doing drop-off on uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday so I can go to the park and work out with my friends? And then there's a silence. Sometimes you know what happens in the silence? Sometimes our partner doesn't want to say yes, doesn't really know what to say, and is perhaps hoping that in the silence, you will jump in and say something like, oh, you know what? Don't even worry about it. It's, it's so easy. It's only 10 minutes. Let the silence be. Let him or her figure it out. Because you know what? They are also on their own journey of parenthood. Don't deny them these these moments where they have to figure stuff out. You know, there's a whole rescuing thing that we sometimes want to do. Rescue our partners from, if we're doing most of the childcare and most of the housework, we want to rescue our 
partners and also sorry just something about the what a good mother is supposed to do right we want to rescue our partners from discomfort from anything that interferes with their schedule with their important work Um, and so sometimes we jump in in the silence oh you know what no it's fine don't worry about it Um, so you ask and then you let them answer and you do not say a word until they answer Okay, even if they say no, you just go on, you just go on, say, okay, and you'll ask again, and you will ask again, and you will ask again, and things will shift, but don't talk in the pause. Pass it on to them, let them deal with it, okay? Um, <laughs> I just love that topic. I could, I could go on. Um, okay, so the third option is sometimes... We actually really like things and we just need to know that. We just need to think, ah, oh, you know what? I found that I'm so, I've been so grumpy about this 10 minutes that I spend with my kids at night, but actually it's really important to me and I like it. I actually really like it. Awesome. Then keep it. Know that you enjoy it. Know that you've made the choice to do it. You've decided to do it. So it's not on your list of resentments anymore. Because it's something that you have chosen. The minute you don't want to do it anymore, you can stop it or ask for help. Sometimes we have things on our plate that we don't like and they're on our plate. So for example, um, needing to do all of the pickups because that's when your partner is unable for some reason to do them. Because of their job, because of their location, because of something else that's happening. So of course... With our queen's crown on, we don't remain grumpy about it. We figure out how we can make it fun for us. And I don't know what that is for you. It could be that when you go to pick up, um, what you do is you have a nice cup of tea before and you read your book for 20 minutes. So you've had your own time and then you go and get your kids. It could be that you take a little walk around the block before you get there, or the walk to school is 10 or 15 minutes and you listen to a really fun podcast or a comedy show or some awesome music. We need to be creatrixes. Nobody is coming to rescue us. Nobody will change anything except for us. We are the sun and the moon and the stars, baby. So I shall review three steps. We cannot wait to be acknowledged. Step number one, what are we going to do? We're going to find an acknowledgement partner and we're going to acknowledge ourselves. Number two, we have to understand the cost of holding on to resentment and what is possible if we let it go. And we do that with three questions. What is the cost slash possibility to me, to my relationship, in my family, with my child, with my children? Number three, we have to put our big girl panties on. We have to look at what we're doing with the eyes of the queen, the goddess, the creatrix. We have to get in the driver's seat. We're going to write down our top five things that we're resentful about that we do on a daily basis. And we're going to either stop it. We're going to ask for help on all of it or part of it. Or we're going to accept that it's on our plate for now and make it fun, or we're going to accept that we actually enjoy it, in which case it's not on our resentment list anymore. 
Okay, this is a big juicy one. Love to hear your comments. Send me a message. That would be so much fun for me. Love to hear where I'm resonating, where I'm, I'm hitting a sweet spot, where I'm hitting a painful part, where I'm inspiring. Just uh, send it all to me. Be my pleasure. In the meantime, take sweet care of yourself and I will see you again next week. Oh, 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 oh,